1: All right, let us go right now to the fine phones. It, uh, it is hour two. The founder and director of Avignon Etiquette, Susie Fossati, kind enough to join me. Susie, good afternoon.
0: Hello, good afternoon.
1: How are you? I'm okay. I just got to stop talking over people, especially, especially <laughs> legendary, legendary broadcasters of this fine station. Um, you know, we just got through the holidays, Susie. I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but um, yes. certain, gifts, <laughs> certain gifts, Susie, missed the mark. And uh, my first question to you on a number of etiquette-mattered questions is, what do you do when you get the gift that maybe doesn't uh, tickle your fancy?
0: Right. And I think that the first thing we want to do is, how do we acknowledge in the moment the gift? So, um, you know, we're we're opening gifts, and, you know, it's our turn to open the gift. And, you know, we always want to start off by appearing very, very neutral. It's actually... um, pre-planning if you will so we want to make sure that we kind of keep a very neutral face not happy not sad so that when we open the gift we always look excited right we always look very happy because we have to keep in mind first and foremost it's the gesture that's most important right the gift is always secondary but the thoughtfulness behind someone giving us a gift is what's first and foremost and so for that in and of itself alone is why we want to look very very pleased right so i um, very happy. Thank you so much. We always want to acknowledge the you, gesture. Very kind of you. Um, you know, if we don't like the gift, we don't mention the gift, but we always mention the gesture.
1: So facial expression is one. That's easy yes. to do when you're opening up maybe a sweater that isn't your size or doesn't look the way you want it to look. But what would we do at the dining table? Because all of a sudden somebody plops down that tofurkey, and maybe tofurkey is not my jam. How do we get around the food element of this?
0: Right. So the good thing about the dining table is that there's always so many other things, hopefully, that accompany the turkey, whether it's a great side, you know, uh, or another dish, a salad, a wonderful salad. Mm -hmm. There's always going to be something we want to try, right? And unless we're allergic or we have um, dietary restrictions, the rule is one bite to be polite, right? So we always want to try something. um, And, you know, take, you know, try it and take more of what you do like, right? That always shows that we're at least engaging in the meal and, uh, you know, and that we're trying different things, right? They they always put in a lot of effort. So for that in and of itself alone, we want to be respectful. And, And that's always the key, right, to everything. When we talk about etiquette, it's always about being kind, considerate and respectful first and foremost.
1: Susie, I promise you, I could talk to you for several (laughs) segments on this because I am fascinated by the industry that you're in because there are so many things that I've always had questions about. Like, for example, we just got through the holidays. What do you do with that one uncle that just always seems to take over the conversation and take over the room? Is it just as simple as stepping out and getting away and taking a deep breath? Or how would you handle something like that etiquette wise?
0: Right. So in a situation like this, it's actually up to the host to take charge, right? And so if you're the host, you'd want to make sure that you're sort of engaging and directing the conversations at the table. And if you do see, you know, that someone, you know, we're talking politics all of a sudden or one of those uh, taboo things, right? That you're like, you know what, I'd love to continue this conversation later, but... um, Tell me about that gift that you received, or tell me about these great potatoes. How did you? What's the recipe behind this? Is there truffle? <laughs> so you kind of want to divert, right? So, but it is up to the host to do so. And if the host, you know, um, is away, perhaps someone else could take that initiative and just try to redirect that conversation.
1: We always want our kids to look good publicly as well. It's a yes. guil- it's, it's a guilty element that all parents share, or at least a majority of parents share. I shouldn't put that on everybody. When can you start teaching your children etiquette?
0: Oh, I mean, right away. Right, it's always I always say role modeling is the first thing we can do. Right, whether they um, are, are infants, it's always role modeling and always the first words. Right please thank you I mean it's never too soon to start with simple simple little things right obviously things in small pieces I mean and and at timing uh, you know when it comes to holding rates, for example there's those can't really be learned until you're like after five six years old Um, but words and things like that that's okay.
1: And my final one for you, I, I appreciate this, Susie. Let's talk business. I love that you guys offer at Avenue Etiquette, not just things that will help you in the home, but things that could help you in the workplace as well. What is a piece of etiquette that a lot of people forget? And, and, and I say this only because the world has changed a little bit and we're much more distant at work. Some of us still have to wear masks in certain facets of work. Uh, is there something that you've noticed in the last year or two that has kind of popped up as maybe a new etiquette piece?
0: You know, I'd say dress codes have certainly something that I've noticed that had sort of relaxed a little bit. Mm. Um, You know, it used to be that, I mean, if we're talking business, people, you know, over the past two years would come in um, and it was, you know, Friday casual was everyday casual. And right now, you know, whilst it's still, I'd say, less formal, meaning that we're not wearing, if we're in an office, for example, you know, we're not wearing the full. But I think, you know, if we follow the rule of thumb that it's always better to be slightly overdressed than underdressed or that we want to dress for the position that we want, not the one we have. With that in mind, you know, even though it is still casual, you know, take that time to just make sure you still have that polish, right? And perhaps, you know, if a client suddenly walks in, you immediately have, you know, um, a blazer to put over what you've got on or uh, a nice pair of shoes, a polish for the shoes. You still want to have that professionalism, right? That, that's always here to stay, regardless if it's a little bit more casual or less casual. Um, we're still dressing for success.
1: I I think it's fantastic. I would recommend heavily our listeners go to avignonetiquette.com. I'm going to post a link on my social media. Thank you for your time, Susie. I think, like I said, I'm completely enamored with what you do. Confidence, character, class, charisma. I think you've got a little bit of everything. Thank you for joining me today, Susie.
0: Thank you so much. With pleasure.